So oh. I've actually done this exact thing. I didn't put my hand into the glory hole. Yeah. I was watching like in yeah. front in front of me. <laughs> You're listening to Have You Got 15. My name is Owen Davis. My co-host for today is Maddie Harrison. Maddie, welcome back, mate. Thank you. You've had me on three times now. I'm feeling very, very privileged. You Thank should. You. Let's get into it, mate. Over to China, Maddie, where workmen have created irreversible damage to the Great Wall of China after trying to create a shortcut by digging a big gap. So construction workers in the province, I won't try and name it, were using an excavator to dig a hole in the 32nd wall of the ancient landmark. And they've dug a big gap and now it's caused a big hole. So they're pretty much trying to get their machinery through the wall and thought this was a good idea. I've heard about this story. I mean, smart in mm. theory, in theory, yeah. if it wasn't the Great Wall of China. Yeah. Like, it took the other dynasties trying to get in there years and years to break that wall. And someone with an excavator has done it in 20 minutes. Like, talk about a bad day at work. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Look, we're all trying to make life a little bit easier, but you can't be uh you can't be destroying ancient civilizations. Oh, is it ancient? It is. Yeah, it would be like, ancient. It, like well, how old, old do you reckon it is? Like um, thousands or hundreds? I don't know the answer. I've got some that was written in front of me somewhere. It was built. Yeah, yeah I look, don't know. Look, some, look, there's some <laughs> no one cares about the semantics. It's old. It's old. And but, you can't be destroying old things that are part of a nation's history. Mm. You can't do it. I had a terrible day. I work once. I used to work yeah. in a paint shop. Fun. Um, mixing colours. Yeah. And there was, it was actually for a Sydney landmark. You know how Westfield uh, in the city, yeah. in Sydney. The is tower. It, yeah, yeah, is that the Sydney Tower? The yeah, Centre yeah, Point Tower? Yeah. So when they were converting that to a Westfield, the company I worked for supplied all of the paint for it. Big job. So huge job. Huge yeah. job. Anyway, I am colorblind and I mixed the <laughs> wrong on, color. Yeah, You're yeah. colorblind and you worked. Don't paint, ask me how that paint. worked, but it, but it happened. Um, so <laughs> I mixed this color palettes, I think three palettes of paint. Oh no. Um, and the painters obviously got the, pa the palettes yeah. of paint delivered, started painting the building. So they didn't check it or anything? They didn't check it. So I still stand by that, you know. Yeah, that's on them. That's on them. So what color but, was it supposed to be? Oh, it was like a, a different shade of white, but mm. they had to repaint Creative. it. It's like a huge fuck up. Huge How much would that have cost? Oh, 50,000, I think oh. it was. Like, it was my first week as well. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm, I know. it sounds like it's made up, but yeah. that is 100% And you don't work there true. anymore, surprisingly. Clearly. Maddie, so a ritzy Brisbane restaurant that goes viral for an eye-wateringly expensive lasagna. $75 a slice, or a serve. Insane. I mean, mental, isn't it? Seventy five dollars. Think about what you could buy with seventy five bucks yeah. these days. Like, like a bottle of milk, maybe some bread. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> lasagna. Come a on, tenth of your rent. Italian but, food is meant to be cheap, mm, but it's not. So it's got caviar on top of it, which would probably help with the price, right? And it is a sand crab lasagna. Normally, obviously, it's mince meat, like a beef mince. This one's gone for the sand crab and caviar. I guess that is kind of fair. If you're using like bougie ingredients mm. for like like this kind of thing, would I you guess eat you it? can. No. Well, would I hate you, would you be, oh, you hate seafood? Not a fan of seafood. So yeah. already at a standing start, it's a no for yeah, absolutely me. Absolutely no. Even if it was like 10 bucks. No, nah, no. Nah. I mean, I'll try it. I, I would try it because I mean, the, just the thought of eating a $75 piece mm. of lasagna, I guess is cool. But yeah, no, nah, uh, this sounds disgusting. Everything is getting more expensive, though, but $75 a serve is a lot. The other day, so I went to a pub in Melbourne 
I bought a pint of cider, not a posh one, it was like James Squire or something, so a bit more, but nothing outrageous. $17.20 for a pint. Are you serious? Yeah. I can beat this actually because on the weekend <laughs> I went to the Opera Bar, which is nice. nestled right there Ooh. next to the Opera House, as yep. you'd imagine, on the harbour. Beautiful. I paid for their own brand, their pint, yeah. $17.90. $17.90 for a pint? For one pint. It wasn't even a brand name. Was it nice? It, it was very nice. <laughs> but there is something wrong with the world when you're paying nearly 20 bucks for a pint. I remember when it tipped over, not to sound like, sound like old man yells at cloud. I remember <laughs> yeah. when it first tipped over 10 dollars and it was like well this is crazy how much higher can it go but 17 to be honest like opera bar I, that is a lot of money but i can kind of see where they're coming from because it's like the most touristy spot it's yeah, lovely yeah. it's beautiful there but where i went was just a random pub in melbourne next to fed square so just a stock standard yeah. battler's pub where oh. john after work's going to well, obviously not. in the pokies and... it's like no there's no like if i'm being honest it's like kind of a nice-ish pub but 17 dollars 20 is <laughs> Sorry, there's no going about it. Seventeen twenty. I bought a rand. Another place in Melbourne. I bought a pint of cider and a pint of Guinness and a pint of like Carlton Draft. Just forty nine dollars for three drinks, three uh, pints. Forty nine dollars. Insane. I've actually been um, frequenting the happy hour websites at the moment. So <laughs> oh, yeah, and I know it sounds well, and others. I know it sounds cheap, mm. but a lot of them do cheap beers yeah. if you go at the right time. What and have you got? Like, What's the best deal you've The found? best I've had, I think, was two pints for $15 at a pub. Nothing not bad fancy. in today's age. It was a pale ale. Yeah. Uh, two for 15 Pretty good. That is good. I used to live at a place in Surrey Hills and my local had $7.50 pints. That's pretty good. And then it closed down. It went broke. I'm not sure why. Oh. <laughs> now, Maddie, I saw this one on the project uh, the other day and it's a lovely couple, a lovely older couple were interviewed by the show because they had uh, personalized number plates that spelt so G R I N D R. What, what does that spell? Uh, grinder. Well, I have no idea what that means. So, for those playing at home, Grinder is a gay dating app. Dating is probably a bit of a stretch. It's a gay app for hookups, pretty much, right? <laughs> um, and this couple have got got the number plates because so the wife has explained she had gifted her husband Steve the custom number plate grinder due to his work as a precision grinder of metals and they didn't know until recently they had it for many many years they didn't know until recently so what like 10 15 years later that grinder was a gay dating app <laughs> unpopular opinion right mm. personalized number plates are uh, really cool ah uh, shit no. I feel like you're a bit mm. of a flog if you <laughs> have personalized number plates. That's such a horrible thing to say. Uh, Those poor people earn their money and spending it on what they want. Grinder. Like, come on. Sure. Like, no one's going to look at that number plate and go, well, I'm going to hire them to uh, to grind some metal. I've I got mean, personalized number plates. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. What are they, they? They're cool. What are they? Grinder. No. Um, they're my initials. And so no number, do you pay for those? So that's year. where it comes in different. So in Victoria, mm, okay. in Victoria, you pay 500 bucks and that's it. If per year? No. Just a one-time one time. fee. So when I was like 21, maybe I got uh, my first sort of nice car, like, a, like my Mazda. And I thought, you know what? I've always wanted these. I'm going to treat myself 500 bucks and that's it. I don't pay anything extra. And they sit on my car. Mate, New South Wales is bullshit because I swear if you get personalized number plates, it's a yearly fee. Yeah, it is up here. Like and how fucking ridiculous. We don't have uh, like MOT or pink slip in Victoria either. 
what a flog, mate. Do, do, no, no, no. You're not a flog. That was very rude. But what, like, do you not like, what if, you know, you, you're so recognizable then. It's like, I, I guess am. you want, like if you, you know, your number yeah. plate, I don't know. I just like, I just like my number plates. There was a bit of fun. Uh, are they the standard print or uh, have you paid for the special thin, black, slim, thin, black, slim ones? Mm. Mm. <laughs> well, just quickly back to Steven with the grinder number plates. Yes. Obvious. Even said he was blown a few kisses by other blokes when stopped at the lights and still didn't know what it meant. <laughs> I think one of those men was you. <laughs> Man, there's a story floating around about a mum who's divided hundreds after claiming a supermarket worker made her clean her son's vomit up after he was sick at the self-checkout. An anonymous woman said she was at Woolworths uh, at the counter with her kid and the two-year-old son suddenly fell ill, vomited all over himself and the floor. The mum obviously made sure her kid was all right first. However, the staff insisted that the mum had to clean up her son's mess herself. Thoughts, queries, opinions. Uh, okay, this is so wrong. I mean... Like, who do these supermarket workers mm. think they are? Like, they've they, they just got no power. They, that mum literally could have walked out of the store yeah. and, and had no issues. So like, you reckon the mum should clean it, it up? it. Of course not. But she's made the mess. No. Yeah, and they also have people employed with buckets and mops. I mean, you know, if there's a spillage in store, yeah, like, you know, they get it cleaned up by staff. Like, what, what do they want? Yeah, well, she couldn't she clean it up? She's made the mess. If I'm some 16-year-old or 20, 50, whatever-year-old working at the uh, supermarket, why should I have to clean up some kid's vomit? Well, that's just uh, part of working in retail. I have worked in retail and I have cleaned uh, like human waste up before. It's yeah. just a thing. It's horrible, but they have those big, long red gloves out the back. I used to work at Big W as a teenager. Yeah. Uh, so I, I actually had to clean up human urine once. Human urine? In the, in the toy section of Big W. Was it like a kid that had weed itself? Or well, was I it don't some... know, but it was yellow and it smelled like piss. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you just have to do it. And you would think that there would be some sort of sort of you know special human waste mop and bucket but yeah. they just use like a brown one the normal <laughs> the normal mop you well, just get it up cuz i used to work at mcdonald's back yeah, yeah. in the day i remember once the manager comes out right in the kitchen hanging out cuz i used to work in the kitchen and they're like oh someone we need someone to go clean the toilets and I'm like oh what's happened I'm like oh there's a bit of a mess in there so like, all right so we went out had a look and <clears throat> not to be too graphic but like someone had taken a poo on the floor and the wall <laughs> just to so I don't know what they'd eaten, <laughs> but, um, and then they're like, yeah, someone needs to clean it. And everyone's like, well, no, no one wants to do it. But then they offered us, I was probably like maybe 16 at the time. They offered us a free meal. <laughs> Small? Yeah. No, large. Oh, yeah, good, large free good, meal. Good, good. Um, and I did it. And then me and my mate went out there, but that's disgusting. I think this podcast, every episode I've spoken about poo. So. I know. <laughs> what does that say? But I'm just on back to the mum. I feel like she should have cleaned it up. Yeah, well, look, it's your podcast, so you get the final <laughs> word. But I will say the mum shouldn't have cleaned it up. Those people have got to earn their paycheck. It is footy finals fever at the moment. And over in New Zealand, the Warriors, of course, they made the finals. Unless you're listening to this and they've already been knocked out. Fingers crossed. Uh, but everyone over there is excited. Up the wires, all that, all that carry on. And they've uh, got outside their stadium a mystery tattoos booth. So what it is, you pretty much sit. Is a photo of it here. You sit in a tattoo chair. And there's like a glory hole there. I don't know what that is, but they've written that. You put the glory hole and you put your arm through it <laughs> and they're giving you a mystery tattoo. They're like actually the calling it a glory hole. Yeah, that's what it was written as, which made me chuckle. Then I had to Google what it was. 
um, <laughs> on my work computer. How good's Urban Dictionary, by the way? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh my God. That's a big that? hole. That is a huge <laughs> hole. Glory, glory. That's not a church thing. Wow. Um, yeah, so you put your arm in there and you get the tattoo. Yeah. So I want to know, would you do it? You've got a few tattoos yourself. I have none. I'm a clean skin, so I'd probably lean towards not doing that. Yeah, I, I did see this story. I am not a huge fan of this. The older I'm getting, I've got a lot of random tattoos mm. that I do regret. It yeah. was great at the time, but like I'm now looking at getting them all burnt off. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because, oh, look, it's embarrassing. I, I wouldn't trust somebody else to pick a tattoo that I like. Uh, mm. I once like, worked on a radio show in Newcastle, and we had this tattoo segment, and uh, my co-host picked, a, like, a random tattoo for me, and I had to get it yeah. on it. Like, oh, I love regional radio. Yeah. How good. <laughs> anyway, she got the coordinates to the station I worked at tattooed on my arm. So uh. I've actually done this exact thing. I didn't put my hand into the glory hole. Yeah. I was watching, like, in, yeah. front, in front of me. But, uh, yeah, no, I don't recommend it shall we i mean it looks all right it's kind uh, of just like a bunch of numbers yeah, with, yeah. In, in the shape people of people ask arrow. when people ask you where the coordinates do you tell them it's whatever radio station it was uh, yeah yeah and they're like oh. <laughs> <laughs> i said nothing you said that <laughs> maddie time for the confessions ready for it mate yeah let's go my partner is obsessed with monetizing any hobbies that i take up she keeps telling me I should start an online shop. It sucks the joy out of everything. I haven't told her that I've started baking and the bread we've been eating for two weeks are homemade. Oh, yes. <laughs> How good. <laughs> so this one's jumped out to me because I don't know if you're the same, but my hobbies used to be like podcasting and audio and stuff same. like that, which I love yeah, and yeah. I still do. But now it's my job. So now it makes it interesting. People are like, what are your hobbies? And I'm like, podcast. And I'm like, don't you do that for work? I'm like, yes. That is the that is the price we've paid yeah. for working in this like, industry. Like it's not a bad, it's a weird one, right? Like I'm not complaining, but it's yeah. just an interesting thing. Well, this is the, I go through the same thing. Like, what do you do for a hobby? Because I was the same. You yeah. you record stuff, you yeah. do radio stuff. So once you start working, it's really hard to find other hobbies. And I just it really highlights how much of a dead shit I am outside <laughs> oh of this. Like God. this job is my life. <laughs> The beginning, the middle, and the end is radio. It's like I've really not diversified mm. in anything. Like nothing. Nothing at all. At least you played rugby. I did play rugby. Not very well, but we had a good bit of fun. I mean, I went to watch some rugby the other day. For Oh, the, did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was all right. Like, yeah. well, I, I feel like a bit of a creep, but we went there to look at the guys. <laughs> oh, you pigs. <laughs> 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 with, <laughs> with the grinder number oh, plates. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, thank you so much for joining me this week, mate. My pleasure. Thanks for having me back. 